Hey guys, this is Ed, and it's uh, Monday, um, May 4th, 2020, and just wanted to come to you, bring you some more information. Um, we're going to be continuing in uh, our study of um, the Sermon of the Mount, specifically the Beatitudes, where, where we're going to begin today, and I know yesterday I mentioned that, um, that uh, the words that Jesus spoke kind of referred back to, to things that the people that were listening there in that in that first century time period, the people who were there gathered together listening to Jesus, the words Jesus spoke would have been um, words that they would have heard before. And Jesus, um, Jesus at one point in, in the Gospels mentions that, that he came to fulfill the law and the prophets. So here's something, something that's interesting to remember. Um, good to remember, um, Jesus did not speak out of a vacuum. He didn't come with new, brand new stuff. Um, he was building on a plan that God had had uh, been working through since the beginning um, when sin entered the world. So um, when Jesus speaks, he's making reference back to promises of God, um, things like that, the, the law and the pro- things that the prophets would have said as well. Um, so today, what I thought would be neat is if we just go go back. I didn't uh, yesterday. I didn't go uh, go into lots of depth reading the uh, the Old Testament passages, um, but I thought I'd give you a little bit of the background here today of of the first four uh, the first four beatitudes, the first four blessings. Um, the first four. Uh, the first one is the poor in spirit um, that they will. They, theirs is the kingdom of heaven. Uh, then you have those who mourn, they're going to be comforted. And then you have those who are meek. Um, and then you have those who are hungry and thirst for righteousness. And so um, as Jesus is talking about these things, remember, he's not speaking out of a vacuum. He's just not making up poetic words. He's referring back to something. And so when we hear the poor in spirit mourning uh, those who are meek and those who hunger and thirst for righteousness one psalm or uh, one prophecy comes to mind that's out of isaiah 61 uh, many scholars point to this too and i think it perfectly fits perfectly um, this would have been a major passage that these people would have known and here's the reason this is one of those prophecies that point to the messiah coming you know hundreds of years before jesus comes on the scene is from the prophet Isaiah. Interesting thing, though, uh, is that Luke records in Luke's chronology, <clears throat> Jesus is, you know, if you read through the book of Luke, you have Jesus is born, and then uh, he's uh, baptized, and then he you know, he's tempted, and then before he starts gathering his disciples, he goes into a synagogue, and he begins to speak. He unrolls a scroll, and it happens to be the, be the Isaiah scroll. And he reads the words of Isaiah 61, the one we're going to read here in just a second. And at the end of that, after he's done, he says, This has been fulfilled in your hearing. Meaning, the passage that they knew, there's a prophecy, when Jesus read it, Jesus just said, he's making the claim that prophecy is fulfilled today. It's him. That's what he's saying. And so... Uh, just after that, then, Jesus says these blessings, and I have no doubt that he's referring back to maybe even his reading of Isaiah, just maybe a week or a couple weeks before this, um, Sermon on the Mount, 
He's just referring back to what he was saying before. Now, again, Isaiah 61 would have been would have been well known as well. So let's just read Isaiah 61. And remember, the things that we're listening for are things about being poor in spirit, mourning, meek, and hunger and thirsting for righteousness. You know. All right. So let's let's just look at Isaiah 61, and uh, I'll be reading. <clears throat> if you have your scripture, you might want to go to that. Um, and I'm on the wrong page in my scripture. Here we go. All right, Isaiah 61. I'm just going to start with verse 1, too. The Spirit of the Sovereign Lord is on me, because the Lord has anointed me to preach good news to the poor. Okay, that's seen as the um, uh, Messianic prophecy right there. He has sent me, he has sent me, God has sent me to bind up the brokenhearted, to proclaim freedom for the captives, to release the darkness and release from the dark from darkness for prisoners to proclaim the year of the Lord's favor and the day of vengeance of our God to comfort all who mourn to provide for those who grieve in Zion to bestow on them a crown of beauty instead of ashes the oil of gladness instead of mourning and a garment of praise instead of a spirit of despair they will be called oaks of righteousness, a planting of the Lord for the display of his splendor. And right here we see a whole bunch, and I could go on and on and on with Isaiah 61. But this is uh, all through, we, we, in the next section of Isaiah 61, we see God calling his people priests and ministers, those who uh, go after righteousness. He then, even in verse 9 of chapter 61, says, All who see them will acknowledge that they are a people the Lord has blessed. This is exactly what Jesus is doing. Blessed are those who. And he's just repeating Isaiah 61, basically. <clears throat> he's going to put them in a robe of righteousness. Uh, he just goes, keeps going and going about righteousness there. Um, the Lord, uh, so the sovereign Lord will make righteous and praise spring up before all nations. Um, this is what Jesus is referring to in, in, the, in the Beatitudes, especially the first four. And so these people would have heard that and thought he is the one. He's making the claim that he's the one who's been anointed to preach good news to all these people. And that this is what the kingdom of God is going to look like. Those who are poor in spirit not poor as destitute but those who just completely rely on god that they realize that they need god in their life and that could be somebody who's in poverty or that could be somebody who has wealth poor in spirit is just a position where they re the person realizes they completely need god mourning mourning is not necessarily over somebody who's lost it's not just you know that feeling of of loss or grief over a lost loved one Mourning in the Old Testament, many, many times the whole nation would grieve because they realized their sin. And they talked about it as being a time of mourning. And that's what Jesus is talking about. Meekness is a position. It's an attitude. <clears throat> it's an approach to others. And people in the kingdom, Jesus is saying, are those who um, are humble and gentle. Because they know that God is mighty. They take a step back and, and take a servant's attitude. Hunger and thirsting for righteousness is <clears throat> wanting to see God's will done in their own lives and in the lives of others. Not because we can be perfect like God, but, but Jesus does say that he wants us to strive to be like God, to be like him. All right? So again, Jesus does not speak out of a vacuum. 
he's referring back to where to, to the Old Testament and uh, things that these people would have been familiar with for the sake of for the sake of humanity putting the pieces of the puzzle together so we can all point to him and say he's the one that we need in our lives he's the one who will get us back with God like it was in the beginning all right thanks very much guys we'll talk to you later bye bye